What's up guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. Thank you for listening to The Countdown on this Monday evening. Currently 11.58 in the morning, so it's almost evening time. Just not there yet. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. I had a great Christmas. Obviously, you see the main thing I got for Christmas is my new mic. Um, definitely uh, a big aspect to The Countdown. Um, before I get started, um, my Instagram page, which is CTN Sports. CTN, short for the countdown. Um, I'm going to be rebooting that. So basically, um, all kind of um, sports content, so maybe some rap or um, you know rap content will be posted on that Instagram page. So please go follow that CTN Sports. Um, you got memes on there and stuff, just to have a little bit of fun. Maybe some clips from the countdown on there. Just have to wait and see. Well, there will be clips. But I thank you guys for listening. I went four and one on NBA Christmas Day. There was a COVID issue for the Hawks. There was a COVID issue for the Hawks, causing the offense to struggle, only scoring eighty-seven points. If there is one thing I could take away from this game, or one thing I could take away from the entire Christmas Day, is that the Hawks are strictly evolved around Trey Young. John Collins is maybe a three on a championship team. John Collins is just not that guy. He's not a number two on a championship team. The Hawks actually still need to go out in free agency and get Trey Young a better second option. Um, he cannot carry the weight of the team whatsoever. Cannot carry the weight whatsoever. Trey Young is the guy that will lead the Hawks, and he Trey Young being out is definitely the big reason, the big um excuse. On why the Hawks lost on Christmas Day. Knicks fans should be happy. Julius, Julius Randle is still doing his thing. Julius Randle is still doing his thing. Playing good with 25. And Kimba. Had a, had a, a historic day. Now. I think I have an idea of what Kimba Walker is now. He's not the same all-star starter that he was a few years ago. Kimba is that fan favorite. The Bobby Portises of the world. Maybe like an Alice Caruso. Maybe like a Reggie Jackson. He is that fan favorite. He is the player that loves the team. It almost seems like he is just as much as part of the crowd as the actual crowd and as the actual audience. Um, Kimba isn't going to give you 20 on a nightly basis, but he is a player that strictly cares about winning. And I think... That is what Kimball Walker is now. He's a player that the locker room loves and a player that cares about winning. That's what Kimball Walker is. But the next one, 101-87, that was one of my predictions that I got right for Christmas Day. Warriors beat the Suns. We're going to talk about the Warriors and the Suns. This was the heavyweight battle of the day. This game lived up to the hype. As both teams battled to see who was going to become the number one seed in the West. Um, the Warriors were 25-6. and six, The Suns were 25-5. and five. Um, Two best teams in the league. Still are right now. Still the two best teams in the NBA. Steph Curry broke his Christmas Day curse. Steph Curry broke his Christmas Day curse. 33 points, 5 threes. Chris, Stephen Curry... Had a great game. He was the player of this game. No question. Something I want to bring up with the Warriors. You know, 2015 
when they won when Steph Curry and the Warriors won their first championship. They were organic. They didn't sign a big free agent. They didn't have to go make a big trade. They drafted Curry in 2009. They drafted Klay Thompson. They drafted Draymond Green. Their biggest free agent pickup was Andre Iguodala. And then things changed. The Warriors signed Kevin Durant, which was um, arguably, most definitely, the biggest free agency move of the decade, maybe of all time. They signed DeMarcus Cousins, which ended up not being so great. But he had his moments with Golden State. He had his moments. And it was still big. Uh, it still moved them. The DeMarcus Cousins signing still tra- um, transitioned them from organic to, oh, we're signing big players now. Um, which, you know, isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you want your team to come from the ground up. That's how you get um, your um, fans more involved, I think. I think. There's a certain connection, an emotional connection between the fan, the team, and the player. When you draft them, they're organic. You had them since their rookie season. Durant was with the the Thunder for eight years. I mean, but what are they now? What are what is Golden State now? They're organic again. Here's what I found. Oops, <laughs> they're organic again, guys. They drafted Steph Curry. They drafted Klay Thompson. They drafted Draymond Green. They have Kevon Looney. Andrew Wiggins. They're organic. They don't have to go out and get LeBron James or, you know, there was a big controversy about Giannis for a long time. They don't have to go get Giannis. They can do what they're doing with the pieces that fell in place. They don't have to grab other pieces of the puzzle and put them together. The pieces of the puzzle are falling themselves. And this team is relying on Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the MVP right now. You want to know why Steph Curry is the MVP right now? It's not because he's averaging the most points per game. It's not because he broke the three-point record. It's because who is the second option on this team? Draymond Green. A guy that is known for his play with the Warriors dynasty. Yes, Draymond has been playing good this season. But he's not an all-star. Klay Thompson is not back yet, guys. This team's 26-6 and because of Steph Curry. Because of Steph Curry. The Warriors may very well be the best team in the NBA right now. And they showed a lot, lot against the Phoenix Suns. But Curry's the MVP because he's best record in the league. Well, I want to say on his own. But definitely without, with the less... Um, of a supporting cast as the other MVP candidates. As for Phoenix, people kept saying this team was the team in the NBA right now with the health and safety protocols taking a lot of all-stars out. People keep on saying this team is the um, healthy team in the league. They have all their players, you know, Kevin, um, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Cameron Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Jay Carter. They all played. They were all healthy. But that did not seem to be right. And Booker had an awful game. 5 of 19. Leading scorer was Chris Paul with 21 points. The Suns are a good team. But they let Golden State come to Phoenix and control the entire game. Not a very good sign for Phoenix. 
We have to talk about the one game I got wrong. Lakers and Nets. Now, LeBron shined against the Nets. There is no doubt LeBron may arguably have the best Christmas Day performance of the year. 39 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. The Lakers are just a mess this season. Voice crack. The Lakers are just a mess this season. They just cut Isaiah Thomas, which I think was a bad move on their part. I think Isaiah Thomas has played up to, at least up to par for the time that he's been there. Um, and the Lakers cannot crack. Uh, they cannot crack a win hardly. They are still below 500 and will more than likely have to play a top seed in the playoffs, whether that be the Clippers or the Warriors or Suns or the Jazz. That's um, all, all series that they look like they are going to lose. James Harden has had... The most underrated Christmas Day performance. 36 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. And most of all, he was able to lead the Nets to a win over the Lakers without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was in health and safety protocols. Patty Mills also had the most surprising performance with 34 points and 7 assists. The Nets remained the number one seed in the East. But yeah, 4-1 on Christmas Day. I was happy about that. 4-1 on Christmas Day. Um, I hope my Hornets, you see I'm wearing my Panthers right now, they suck, but I still, you know, keep pounding, I still rep them, but I want to see the Hornets play either the Hawks or Knicks on Christmas Day next year, I think that's a really enticing game, but let's move on to the Colts and Cardinals, this is the Christmas Day game, can the Colts win the Super Bowl? I think it's very possible, I think the Colts winning the Super Bowl is very possible, the Colts may actually win the AFC South. Let's break it down. The Colts' last two games are the Raiders and the Jaguars. These are two teams that, with the way the Colts have been playing, may get blown out by the Colts. On the other hand, the other team in contention for the AFC South, the Tennessee Titans, currently lead it by one game. The Titans' remaining schedule, two games left in the season, the Dolphins, and the Texans, they're going to beat Houston. Miami plays Monday Night Football tonight. Episode coming on about coming out about it later. They have to play Miami. Miami is on a six-game win streak. I think it's very possible they're going to be on a seven-game win streak after Monday Night Monday Night Football tonight. It is it is the most underrated streak in the NFL. Tennessee is favored minus three and a half. As they should be. But I think the Dolphins can go to Nashville. And take down the Titans. And if that happens. The Colts may very well. Very well. Win the AFC South. And be a division winner in the AFC. As for the game. You can't walk away from this game. And not blame Kyler Murray in the offense. It is very hard to win a game. And be, and be offensively productive. When your offense only has two touchdowns. But your kicker also goes one for three. Um, if you look at the two um, kicks that Matt Prater missed, the final score was twenty-two to sixteen. If he would have nailed all of his all of his field goals, it would have been a tie game at the, at the end of regulation. The Cardinals have plummeted and need some major fixes ahead of the postseason. But Colts fans, you should feel the best you felt in a decade, man. You should feel the best you felt since Andrew Luck was in his prime, man. Do you want to know who else is in their prime? Carson Wentz, 
Jonathan Taylor. Don't get it twisted. Defense is great too. Rams right now the Rams took over the NFC West over the weekend with the Cardinals Christmas Day loss. My prediction about the Rams looks to be falling in order. The Rams' remaining two games are the Ravens, who are are on a four-game losing streak, and the 49ers, who they've already lost once. It's now um, the final game is in L.A. I like L.A.'s chances to win that game. Um, It also may certainly be a must-win at the point um, when, when they play San Francisco, so I definitely like L.A.'s chances against San Francisco. The Cardinals are still only one game behind the Rams, but they will certainly have to rely on, on L.A. losing, which does not seem very likely. Not seem very likely right now. The 49ers are also coming off a loss to the Titans. The Cardinals have the Cowboys. This upcoming week, and you will hear about this game more throughout the week because I think it is the game of the week in Week 17 of the season. But um, the Cardinals have to go to Dallas and... They have to play in an AT&T Stadium. The way the Cardinals have been playing. We saw what the Cowboys did last night. I don't know how much I like the, um, their chances. I don't know how much I like their chances to um, beat the Cowboys. The Cardinals could very well be 11-6 and six at the end of the season. Which is crazy. They could be. They won't, they won't be fighting for a uh, playoff spot. The game after is the Seahawks. Which will be an easy win. But they have to rely on LA Luke. Excuse me. L.A. losing and the Cardinals winning out. <sighs> Bills get revenge on the Patriots. Yeah. The, the Bills did it. I was wrong about Buffalo in this game, but they did it. Dominated. They now are at, um, number one in the AFC East as we speak. If you don't think the Bills have improved since two weeks ago, you're very wrong. In the first meeting, the Bills only scored 10 points. The offense was a mess. They were in the red zone twice. Did not convert either of the times. One was a turnover on downs. One was a missed field goal. This game. Josh Allen, three touchdowns, 12 carries, 64 yards. Now, the defense has stayed consistent. They still did not contain Damian Harris that well. Damian Harris still had 18 carries for 64 yards. But receivers like Isaiah McKenzie stepped up and had a huge impact on this game. 103 yards, three touchdowns. The Bills are back. The Bills are back. They played great yesterday, guys. They played great yesterday. If you look at the rest of the schedule, which I'm going to pull up right now, let's see if the Bills are really going to win the division, which I think they are still the best team in the AFC East. The Patriots are good, but Matt Jones is still a rookie I like the Bills' chances against any team in the AFC East, whether that be New England, Miami, or the Jets. Buffalo has the Falcons and the Jets, so Buffalo will more than likely finish out the season 11-6. and You look at the Patriots, who are have the same record currently. They have the Jaguars and the Dolphins. They play Miami in Miami. I still like New England's chances in that game. So a very good chance they could both be 11-6. But Buffalo would win the would win the division even if the Patriots had the same record as them. So if I was the Patriots, I wouldn't be too worried because Matt Jones is still a rookie. He had a great season. Your defense still arguably the best in the NFL at least as of right now. But 
The Bills did get the job done. They did get revenge on New England. And they are now the number one team in the AFC East. Before I move on to my last but not least, which as we all know is my top 10 NFL teams of the week, I am going to talk about last night's game, which was the biggest blowout of the NFL season. Dallas won 56-14. to Dak Prescott, 26-39, 330 yards, 4 touchdowns. Taylor Haneke had his worst game of the season, 7-22, only barely cracked 100 yards through two interceptions. The Washington offense and defense was completely out of the equation last night. It was all in the passing game for the Cowboys. Zeke Elliott, only nine carries, 37 yards. He did get a TD. Amari Cooper, receiver of the game, seven receptions, 85 yards, one touchdown. If you look at the stats, Trayvon Diggs completely and utterly shut down Terry McLaurin. And he always does. Every single game, the game before, the game last night's game, Trayvon Diggs owns Terry McLaurin, and that was a big factor in this game. The passing game was nowhere to be found, as you see in Taylor Haneke's completion percentage, which the ratio was seven to twenty-two. Trayvon Diggs, ask yourself, ask yourself, does he have a chance to win Defensive Player of the Year? Guys, 11 interceptions. Name, name the last time that you saw a player get 11 interceptions. It don't happen. It doesn't happen. Amazing. He is the leader of this defense. Besides maybe DeMarcus Lawrence on the defensive line because he has a... Trayvon Diggs still a rookie. But... You have to love... Have to love what you've seen from the Cowboys Demons. I still think that even with Dak fully healthy, I think the Cowboys defense is the strong point of their team. Amazing. Amazing. Last but not least, my top 10 NFL teams following week 16 of the NFL season. Monday Night Football is not here yet. But let's be honest, the Dolphins and Saints are not going to be one of my top 10 teams. Number 10 is the Titans. Now, they were not in last week's top 10. They were 11 or 12. They were knocking on the door. However, they did beat the 49ers. And I don't like what I've seen. I don't like what I see from the Chargers who lost to the Texans yesterday. So, the 49ers will get my number 10 spot. Number nine is the Bengals. I haven't talked about Joe Burrow yet, but he had the fourth most passing yards in NFL history for a single game. 525 yards, four touchdowns. He is the future of Cincinnati. He is the franchise QB. He has played great this season. Cincinnati's defense still doing um, their job on the defensive side. Jamar Chase, um, best rookie wide receiver, Bengals at nine. At number 8, I have Buffalo, because Buffalo beat New England. Buffalo came in, beat New England. Have to love what you've seen from Buffalo. Josh Allen playing great. The defense still up to par. Um, Bill, The Bills are still number 1 in points allowed for the season. So are the Bills the best defense in the AFC? Maybe, you never know. 
Number seven, I have the Patriots. And this was very hard for me because you could flip-flop these teams. Oh, shut up. You could flip-flop these teams. But I'm going to have the Patriots at seven. No, I'm not. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Put the Bills at seven. Back the Patriots up to eight. Because the Bills beat the Patriots, guys. They... You know, I was going to have the Patriots above them because of what the Patriots have done over the last few weeks. They've been on the longest win streak in the NFL. But I, the, they had the same record as Buffalo, and it's hard. And they, Buffalo, um, New England's also on a two-game win, um, two-game losing streak. Um, Buffalo has been playing good. Josh Allen has been playing good. So I'm going to flip-flop those teams. And at number six, we're going to move on. I have the Dallas Cowboys. We've seen what they did last night. Is Washington's defense that bad? I don't think so. Dak Prescott, four touchdowns. I just talked about the Cowboys. They are, they've already clinched the division. They're going to be a top four team in the NFC. The rise of right now, they're the number two team, the number two team in the NFC right behind Green Bay. They are electric. They are all around great. That defense has stepped up this season. They have a running game now. They have receivers. They have weapons. Trayvon Diggs, one of the best corners of one of the best corners in the NFL so I'm gonna have the Cowboys at six and at number five don't get it twisted I'm gonna have the Colts at number five Jonathan Taylor is a top three MVP candidate he is the best running back in the NFL right now Carson Wentz has stepped up since his days in Philadelphia he has been great this season no matter how you put it the Colts are nine and three since starting out zero and three. They had um, a tough um, a tough schedule to start. They had to play Tennessee with Derrick Henry. They had to play Seattle when when Russell Wilson was healthy. So they had a very tough schedule to start. But the Colts are here. They are ready. Like I said, I still I still think they have a chance to win the AFC South. I would not like Tennessee's t- chances against Tennessee right now. Colts at five. And at number four, I'm going to have Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay killed my Panthers 32-6 to yesterday. Um, and I know it's the Panthers. The, the defense has took a big step back. The, the defensive backs are not the same that they were at the beginning of the, of the season. But I still think that Tampa Bay, I still think their defense, Levante Davis, you know, the, the boys on the on the defensive side, are going to be ready come playoff time. Tom Brady's an MVP candidate. Top three for, top three for sure. Top three, four for sure. Gronk, Mike Evans comes back. Antonio Brown comes back. Chris Godwin gets healthy. Um, at some point, probably not this season. But I had the Bucks at four. And I'm gonna at number three, a team that beat Tampa Bay earlier in the season. I think they would beat Tampa Bay right now. Is the Rams? The Rams. Are great. Matthew Stafford. Cam Akers is back from IR. Cooper Cup's an MVP candidate. He is the best wide receiver currently in the NFL right now. The defense, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. The defense, in my opinion, is still the best defense in the NFL. Rams have been on a rampage lately. They really kind of started the downfall for Arizona um, later in the season. They just beat the Vikings. I am going to have the Rams at three. Prepare yourselves. Number two is Green Bay. They were number one last week. I'm going to put them a step back. They beat the Browns by two. When Baker Mayfield threw 
four interceptions. It is not a good look. It is not a good look. Now, the defense played great. The defense played great. They probably shouldn't have let the Browns score 22, considering they picked Matt Baker Mayfield off four times. But I think it's on the offense. I think this loss has to be on the offensive side for sure. And Rodgers, still my MVP. I've talked a lot about the MVP in this. And Rodgers is still my MVP. But I'm just going to drop the Packers one spot. Now, Aaron Rodgers, 24-34, 202 yards, three touchdowns, played great. But they just had, they just had to get in the end zone a little more. It, it's a weird game because on paper, the stats look great. Devontae Adams, 10 receptions, 114 yards, two touchdowns. But at the end of the day, they didn't take care of Cleveland like I thought they should have. So the Packers are at two. And at number one is the Kansas City Chiefs. These guys cannot lose. They now have the longest active winning streak in the NFL. The Chiefs will be 13-4. They will win the AFC West. And they will be the number one team in the AFC. This is the dynasty in the NFL. It's not Tampa Bay. It's not Green Bay. It's not New England right now. It's not Tennessee or Indianapolis. It's not Arizona with Kyler Murray. It's not the Rams with Matthew Stafford. The dynasty in the NFL is the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes still somewhere. I, I, I told you. I told you. I said by the end of the season, Patrick Mahomes will be somewhere in the MVP conversation. I was 100% right about that. He is a top 5, top 10. I would, I would say top 5 MVP candidate right now because you got Rodgers, Brady, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs are my number one and my last but not least. Guys, thank you for watching the countdown. The first countdown after Christmas besides, you know, my Merry Christmas. Uh, which, yeah, I haven't listened. You can listen to that. It's just like Merry Christmas. Just a little um, little message to you guys. I thank you all for listening. The countdown is changing. It is evolving. New mics is in now. also got this. My girlfriend got me this. I want to show you guys. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah, yeah, it, I love it. I love it. But guys, um, have a blessed day. Hit. I'll probably hit in five days a week this week. You may even see an episode about Monday night, Monday night football tonight, which is the Dolphins and Saints tonight. So stay tuned for that. I love you guys. I will see you guys in a little bit. Peace.